That's right. Welcome to Armageddon After Party, a beacon of hope in a dark, dark world. I'm Dick Loverboy on the porch of the bunker once again with the Reverend Flores and Lil Squee. Hello. It's like my first time on the porch. I don't remember the last time I was here. <laughs> I don't have much recollection. Real hazy. Yeah. Real hazy. But I know we did it. I know we did it. Uh, our second uh, in-person podcast since these COVID times began. Because yeah, we just said, fuck it. <laughs> Let's just do it anyway. Fuck it. We will sit as socially distanced apart as we can. Yeah, it feels like the magic is so much more tangible when I'm actually looking at you guys across this porch face-to-face, seeing you, interacting with you. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing experience. As you were coughing earlier right in my direction. Ooh, what? No. Appreciate it. I ain't got no COVID. Well, who knows? Mm-mm. Who knows? Yeah. Can you prove it? Did you? When's the last time you had a test? Uh, a few months ago. I gave blood just to get a COVID test. Cool. Did you get the antibody test? Um, I think so, and they proved that I had not had COVID. Yeah. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that's worth celebrating. Maybe we should we should maybe have a drink. Oh, definitely have a drink to that one. Delicious. As promised from the what should have been the outro for episode 200, but we were a little too fucked up to make it happen. That was Armageddon After Party by Beast Mode bringing us in. Yeah, thank you, Beast Mode. I I know it's hard to believe if you listen to episode 200, it's hard to believe that we uh, couldn't pull that all together at the end of it. Um, But um, (laughs) we were able to pull it together for 202. (laughs) <laughs> it took us, it took us a, a fair around a month to figure it all out. It's, it's hard times, man. It's really hard times right now. It's very hard times. Um, yeah. Wow. So much has happened since the last time we all spoke, or at least spoke spoke on uh, on recording. Uh, just a couple of weeks away from the election, um, oh, yeah. but uh, I think uh, we can probably hold off on talking that, about that for just one minute while we because. Uh, we have a special uh, guest tonight. I was going to say, it's kind of a, another correction from episode 200. There was one guest slated to appear for her first time on the Armageddon After Party. And because things did get a little off the rails towards the end and our scheduling did not hold up like it should have, um, I don't know. I've heard two different stories. The story that I got from her that night was that she was a bit drunk and it was bedtime. And then the story later was that she got tired of waiting on us, so she went to bed. So <laughs> we'll, we'll go straight, uh, straight to the horse's mouth on that one and maybe uh, see what she's got to say about that. Okay. It's definitely me, the second one. Let's see what we got going on here. I mean, I guess I'm going to do video even though... You know, I'm the only one she'll be able to see. That's okay with me. Um, I'm sure she's fine with that. (laughs) Let's just... You want to take your shirt off? (laughs) No, I don't. Show your tan. Maybe hike those those britches up a little bit. Tighten things up. I've got some lines, that's for sure. Um, Not the fun kind either. Episode (laughs) (laughs) 140-something. Let's not talk about that one. All right. Backing out. Yeah, yeah. Did we take too long once again? (laughs) (laughs) It's a a high high probability. Maybe she was expecting the call from 
one of the other members of Armageddon after party and was not quite expecting uh, um, what was going to be happening here. In any case, it looks like I may have Let's leave a message. Yep. <laughs> Just kidding. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, you know what? I think that we'll have to come back to this section. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. Hello. Sorry. Hello. I had some technical difficulties because I was trying to listen to the FBI live conference that's happening and that like interfered with the Facebook Messenger. Oh, I get it. Way well, to go. Nope. No, it's okay. It's the uh, it's the first time we've ever had technical difficulties on this uh, <laughs> out of 202 episodes. The very first time. So like it, it, was, it was bound to happen. Eventually, uh, welcome Kathy to the podcast. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. We're super excited to have you here. I know you can't see the Reverend Florist or Little Squeak, but they are also here. Yes, we are. Um, eventually, I can sense them. <laughs> yeah, 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 you can probably smell them from uh, from where you are. The heavy breathing gave it away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, we're gonna delve right into it. I I held off on talking about politics until we got you on here, so we made it. Oh al- boy, we made it almost three minutes into the podcast before <laughs> before we had to had to shift gears uh, and give you a call. But uh, wow, what a day today has been! We watched uh, old president, uh, uh, former president Obama, uh, give a nice speech for uh, for. Joe Biden running for for president, and uh, it was a it was it was actually nice to watch and listen to somebody like give a a thoughtful um, you know non hate filled speech um, uh, you know just a couple of weeks away from the actual election. Did you get a chance to see that in the middle of all your FBI watching? I did not, but I did hear he's going by Beijing Barry now. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I mean that makes sense. I, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I just if it's anything like Armageddon After Party, you're just gonna keep acquiring nicknames <laughs> until something <laughs> until something sticks. So Great. I think that's something that us and the the former president have uh, have in common. Um, sure. So I think maybe we should uh, maybe we should call him just just let him yeah. know. <laughs> you know, we're we're basically the same. Well, have you guys signed up for Obama to send you text messages? Because I did. Uh, I'm sure it's a little bit robo-generated, but he responds to, he or a robot, responds to text messages that you send him to. I I, uh, really like it. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, I didn't didn't know about this. No, I I didn't know Obama was texting people back not gonna lie it kind of sounds terrifying that there's an artificial intelligence robama out there that's going to respond to our emails oh this is or our text this is disturbing oh. listen i'm a hundred percent on board with robama <laughs> it is very reassuring um it sounds just like a rational helpful leader that you know wants you to be confident in yourself and vote i'm into it I'm a hundred percent into just the the word Obama. I think that's uh, <laughs> that's excellent, <laughs> off the cuff and everything. Wow, that's pretty quick. That's pretty good for the Reverend Flores. That doesn't usually happen from him. <laughs> uh, wait, did you start drinking before you got here? <laughs> it's the vodka and Red Bull. And that's what I. Oh, okay, yeah, I got to throw the mm. Red Bull in there. I thought I smelled some candy. <laughs> <laughs> that all checks out. <laughs> it certainly does. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what do you got on your docket over there, Reverend Flores? What, what, what? No? What, what? Um, I don't even know what we got over here. Um, apparently it's spooky season. Have you guys been watching the news and people keep referring to it as spooky season? I have seen a clip on John Oliver about it. That's the same thing I saw. Like all these local <laughs> news, like, hey, welcome to spooky season. It's like, fuck that you. That is not a thing. Not like, a- this is totally made up. I thought they were just talking about the election. <laughs> Although I w- will say, you know, this podcast has a bit of an air of spookiness uh, with it. As, you know, you get the crickets in the background. Three dudes in a bunker. Ooh, yeah. Drinking. <laughs> yeah. Ghostly noises, chains rattling periodically. Dumb shit. A creaky old door. Heavy breathing. Mm, yeah. Well, the door to the bunker is uh, kind of old and doesn't really shut all the way. So in the event of a nuclear holocaust... Um, it might not be the safest, <laughs> the safest bunker on the on the planet to go to. Um, but it makes for a great recording studio. <laughs> uh, so that's where we are on that. Um, Fucking spooky season. I uh, I struggle with that one, whether or not I like it or dislike it. Um, mm. I think it's more of a didn't really notice it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you only watch uh, like one news source, you you know they, then then they don't really repeat the same things over and over. They're not big on the the One America Network or whatever that shit is that you're watching these days. <laughs> I know. It's like if, if they're not talking about Hunter Biden and all his illegal activities, then why am I even watching TV? <laughs> um, but so I guess that's. Did cool you guys, Did you guys, have you read about this Hunter Biden laptop thing? I feel like the Reverend Flora says the most information. Yeah, I, I know very little about the whole. <laughs> Possibly the most fantastic detail of this is that the computer shop repair guy is <laughs> legally blind. So he can see, but not, not unless stuff is real close to his face. Okay. Oh. And he has visually identified Hunter Biden as the man <laughs> who dropped off these three laptops. <laughs> um. And that, because of this visual identification, which later he retracted and said he's not like a hundred percent sure on, and you're like, no shit, you're you're literally <laughs> blind. Like, well, just, he's why not... would you be super sure about this visual identification of a guy who dropped off laptops and never came back? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. He just wanted them fixed, but not returned to him. Yeah. So never. That makes sense. Well, I mean, that's the point I've heard about the Trump presidency in 2020 uh, specifically. Like, people have made the point that. Like if someone wrote this stuff and presented it as a like a script, it would get rejected so just immediately as being just completely insane. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen uh, any of the Fast and Furious movies? <laughs> oh, the first Fast and Furious movie is totally good um, and solid plot. I mean, I don't know how you could knock that. Yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to throw it out there, but uh, um, I really like them. <laughs> it's not until like the fifth one when they're like dragging trains uh, through Brazil that it gets really off the rails. Wait, isn't there yeah. a, isn't there a submarine under the ice chase scene in one of those movies? What? That isn't a much later one, which I actually <laughs> haven't seen yet. Um, but yes, there is. Okay. All right. No spoilers. I'm saving um, select movies and shows because I'm afraid that next year there won't be any new television. Right. And I'll have to dip back into you know 
things that I just haven't seen yet. So I've been saving. I, I forget what the it's like Vin Diesel versus you know <laughs> The Rock, but it's their character names is the one that has the submarine ice chase. It's it's not Hobbs and Shaw. It's that. Um, no, that's that is an abomination, Rhett, and I can't believe you bring that up. <laughs> can't that believe you would associate that with it. <laughs> totally different. My bad. Yeah, no Vin Diesel is no Fast and the Furious. Come on. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's why no one talks about Tokyo Drift. Ooh. Ooh. It's true. I don't know, but I do like the idea of Tokyo uh, drifting as like a... Um, a Complete verb, all as one word. You want to go Tokyo drifting? Of course I do. Want to go Tokyo drifting? It is a verb. Yeah, but like you have to add the uh, it's, it's all one word as a verb. You don't feel in all of your wokeness, you don't feel that that is on some level cultural appropriation. Oh, I don't care about that. <laughs> cultural appropriation? <laughs> How dare you? I thought you did. Oh, why would you think that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it feels like I, I've got a, at least 201 episodes in, under my belt. That's... It's a shame that this is not a video podcast that we can't see the uh, Dick Loverboy over there in cornrows that he put in today. Like, <laughs> just totally. Uh. Ouch. Look. Ouch. Speaking of haircuts, I think I'm going to get one. Ooh. I know. I'm. 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 I'm putting my life in danger. You'll be fine. You think so? Sure. Uh, where would I go? I, I go to I go to Republic. Um, oh, that's where I go. I haven't been though. I'm afraid. I haven't been either, and my hair's annoyingly long. Um, I have a couple options. I could just shave it, like I I have in the past, um, which uh, Mrs. Loverboy is not up for that one. No. Um, so. <laughs> But it's so long now that I can't wear a hat at work because my hair uh-huh. just just makes it ride up uh, high, <laughs> or ride like like at a really awkward angle. You know, it won't just stay on the top of my head because there's too much hair pushing it away. And it's really more of a comfort thing. <laughs> Will you go to Republic? Um, would I? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the plan. Will you let me know how it is? Because my hair is so long that I can't even do a regular braid. I have to, or I can't do a regular bun. I have to braid it and then put it in a bun, or it loops around too many times. Oh, right. That's like most of my back, it's like unmanageable. Um, I will absolutely let you let you know. Uh, I know that they're being as safe as possible. That you have to wear a mask, and they wear masks. And I'm not sure how that works when they got to get a, close around the ears. I'm going next week. Yeah? Yeah, I've got an appointment. Oh, me too. Yeah. I'm going in tomorrow to get my hair cut. Going, always going early in the morning, oh trying to get it knocked out. So I got an early yeah. appointment. That was, that oh, was... early in the morning is good. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I get the earliest as possible. I just wait for that time slot whenever I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. And that's where you go too, though, is Republic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, it'll be the first one since uh, I, I... What... COVID started here. you ever think that you'd be nervous about a fucking go getting that fucking hair? I know. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was going to be real cool and just grow it out long, but it's too much. I can't do it. Well, I mean, as far as like COVID uh, regulations, what's the word I'm looking for here? Sorry, I've been drinking. Protocols? Protocol. Yeah, don't break proto. Um, Yeah. It's it's someone in close quarters just breathing all over you while they cut your hair. Like you're taking your life into your hands. It's a rough thing to deal with. That's true. I, I get it. Yeah, but you got to be able to wear a hat. 
without it just shooting off your head. I mean, I can't not wear a hat at work. I mean, I, I, during these COVID times, I have not been wearing it a lot, and it's uh, especially with it being long, or it's not long enough to really put it behind my ears and have it stay there. But it, uh, it's too long to. <laughs> well, Brett, too long if to wear you a hat. If you check it out on this haircut, I don't know if you noticed the hat I was wearing at your house last Saturday, but my aunt makes hats that have a hole so my hair can come out the top of them. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I, I mean, I like that. I was actually, I was told at work today that someone liked my long hair. Oh, um, who was this someone? It's just one of my employees, and oh. I, I was like... They may gusta your long hair. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it like I like your long hair. Can I have off on Saturday? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> they made two comments. They made two, really count that. two just, comments today. Just walk up and start touching your hair. <laughs> like, Can I have Saturday? So shiny. Right. So shiny. <laughs> two comments from the same person, which were, uh, "I like your hair," and "What happened to your pants?" <laughs> <laughs> wait, because <laughs> I was wearing my, 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 wait, my shorts you... that I'm wearing right now oh. at work today. <laughs> I thought you had taken off your pants. No, if they were on, they're just it's hard to see if you don't get close. Were they asking if you shrunk them in the dryer because they were so small? <laughs> what were they asking about your pants for? They were you just, the flood waters they were, on. Really? Yeah, they were just really making fun of me. Um, it's, it's 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 just how we do things at work. If you want to get on my good side, make fun of me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I can respect that. <laughs> uh, I think the hair thing was mostly because I had mentioned that I was going to get a haircut. And I was like, oh, I like your hair. Oh, do you? I don't believe you now. He's making fun of me. That's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> a sweet little workplace. Yeah. So you don't feel like they were trying to like mess with you like that woman that told Donald Trump at the town hall that he had like the most beautiful smile and then asked him like a searing question on DACA after she buttered him up. And then later they asked her who she was going to vote for and she was like, Biden, duh. I did not see that. No, uh, I don't think so. I think there was actual like, you know, just niceness happening there. Um, that is one thing I was going to ask you guys about. Um, uh, a few months ago, my wife and I went on vacation, and I, I made the comment to her at the time. I was like, I'm not seeing many Trump signs in the yard at all. Like, I, I just didn't see that many. Come over to my neighborhood. I'm immediately <laughs> yeah. I'm regretting that decision now because now it's like these giant, like, eight by four feet yeah. Trump signs are hanging from their fence everywhere. off their fucking house. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've, they've upped their game in my neighborhood. It's like I it's can't even impressive. see your single wide trailer because your fucking Trump sign is so big. Yeah, it's yep. fucking insane. They, yep. <laughs> but the, yeah, there's so many of them. The other weird-ass thing, which I wanted to ask you guys about, <clears throat> I saw one of these in my neighborhood recently, and then, of course, a few more popped up, but it is a cross, a wooden cross in the front yard, roughly like a person size, not like an actual cross size, but like six feet or so. And then instead of the, the white or the purple cloth hanging over the cross they have draped an american flag which i still can't figure out why exactly this disturbs me on such a deep level but it's it's just fucking weird i, I don't like it at all it's absolutely how weird. many of your neighbors do you think own billboards on 75 in southern georgia because i don't know if, how often you guys drive that stretch of road but there are a series of billboards about uh, the rapture, I guess, and the second <laughs> really? coming, 
with Jesus in the front, then they say things like, whose army are you on? And then there's just literal American troops, like, hauling American flags with, like, giant guns running around behind him. What? It's super disturbing. Behind Jesus? Yeah, it's Jesus and, like, cool. the military on this whole series of billboards between, like, Tifton and Valdosta. Wow. I, you so, know, it like, sounds that, like we need to take a road trip. Yeah. That's such a road. It's <laughs> I actually so want weird. to see it, yeah. The billboards are almost exclusively Jesus and guns, um, Jesus in the army, and then like these really sad um, teenagers who have babies and like they've killed their baby because they didn't choose to not have an abortion. Oh my God. Um, And then Jade Spa, which is clearly a happy endings location. (laughs) Oh, of course. Another reason to take this road trip. Right? I like it. Yeah. Those are pretty good titles for some songs there. Jesus in the Army. <laughs> Weird. That would be a good one. I like it. Maybe my memoir. <laughs> okay. Well, two weeks left until the election. What is going to be the big surprise that happens? Um, I mean, the Hunter Biden laptop was supposed to be the October surprise, I suppose. Um it's it's hard to say with uh with you know the government we have right now it's it seems like anything goes um surely the october surprise is what is happening right now on this fbi briefing that we're all not watching oh wow it's it's a live briefing about election security threats that they felt they needed to address the nation on all the channels about oh my god jesus (laughs) you're trying to scare you from going going into the polls on election day well, hopefully, I, I was on YouTube and I couldn't even help myself and just went ahead and commented and said, if they say Hillary Clinton, you have to finish your beer. <laughs> a lot of drunk people watching that <laughs> that YouTube video now. She said Hillary Clinton. I have to drink. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what a shit Delish. show. Ooh. <sighs> um. Well, cool. I drove by the early voting um, place in Athens today, and uh, the line was steadily out the door, as it has been every time I've driven by there. Um, so. so you were effectively scared off from voting? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked too long, but that's encouraging. Uh, I like the fact that it's too long. I mean, uh, people are, are you know, in, in, well into the second week of it, and people are still... Still doing it. So. You gotta get there first thing in the morning, like that's, little squeak that's at the what I did, uh, barber man. shop or the painters at the liquor store. <laughs> yeah, you have to be there waiting on them to open things up for you. I voted back on the twelfth when we were at, when first day of early voting. I got there right wow. when it opened. It was like twenty twenty five minutes in and out. That's pretty good. Knocked it out. Get I, that shit done, son. I'm guessing the line when I saw it at about four fifteen today uh, in the afternoon. Obviously. Um, was a good hour. I bet it was an hour. How many times did you have to like? I I made sure that I clicked on the right. <laughs> like who I really I had to look over it like three or five different times. Man. I was like, <laughs> That's smart. I was so worried. I was like, did I fuck this up? Did I fuck this up? I was just so far to accept. Nah, fuck. You might be that? the only person in Oconee County that that uh, that voted the way you did. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, my wife. I think me and my wife were. were there's two of us. You just, as you pull away from the voting site, you just see a barrel fire out next to it, and they just throw both of those ballots in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Oh, fuck. Well, um... Just... Well, I'm going to try to vote on Saturday when there's more locations, because they're supposed to be voting out on the east side at the tennis center, even. Oh, nice. I, you know, assuming I don't make it over the next two days, I think that's a, that's a, that's the option that we're going for as well. Um, it's, all, it's pretty wide window, too, like 9 to 4, I think, is what it is. Oh, wow. So, Kathy, that is one thing that I did want to ask you about. I had heard uh, from a couple of folks that you were taking a page out of Dick Loverboy's book and trying to encourage people not, or trying to discourage people from voting. Is that <laughs> oh, an accurate I'm statement? I'm not personally doing that, but my parents, who live in Florida um, and have been registered Republicans for decades, finally switched and registered Democrat. Oh. But they're not, they're not telling any of their friends, but they told their daughters because we're all like, rabble, rabble, get it together. <laughs> um, and so they're going to vote for Biden, which is a big deal because they did not vote for Hillary in 2016. They voted for Jill Stein, which we were like, what? Come yeah. on. <laughs> the, there's like, a source, source up there here. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to bring that up. No, we can talk about it if you'd like. <laughs> and if you want to yell yeah. and rant about it, we yeah, I'll, I'll yell with you. Yeah, I guess yeah. at least Jill Stein was a, a, a little bit more viable candidate than Gary Johnson. Yeah. No. <laughs> Gary Johnson got more votes. But um, they, my parents did agree that uh, they're not going to tell any of their friends or relatives that they switched to the Democratic Party. But they are going to actively tell people, you know, it's pretty dangerous. You you aren't in the best health. Maybe you should stay home and not vote. Like, <laughs> Trump's got this thing. Don't worry about it. Yes, that's smart. <laughs> And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to stoop to their level sometimes, you know, just uh, suppress, Voter when, suppression. suppress when you can. Exactly. You son of a exactly. bitch. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that your, par your parents are big fans of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure they've heard this podcast. Right. They have trouble with Netflix, so podcasts are a little, um, a little beyond their reach. I feel like the word's getting out, though. It's getting out there somehow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe, we, maybe we, our podcast has been retweeted by someone. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's, uh, yeah, good on them. I don't, yeah. I don't think I've uh, done a very good job of convincing anyone. Uh, uh, it's, it's weird. People don't take me seriously. <laughs> I can't figure out why. <laughs> I, I don't know. Everything I do, I feel like it's very serious. So, um, I, I, do? I do kind of feel like, because, yeah, Little Squeak and I were talking in the front yard before we got to recording, and I, I'm, I'm hoping we're able to look back on this time right now with, like, the Hunter Biden shit that's coming out, and with Trump, like, in front of a crowd, like, begging people to like him and and just talking about, like, what's going to happen if he loses, if he, is he going to have to leave the country? Granted, he's joking about that stuff, but, like, I do kind of feel like we are looking at just the death spiral of, of this campaign. I don't think he's joking. I don't I think he's joking about leaving the country. If he loses, he is getting out of here. Hmm. Well, that is, that is one. So much friends with like MSB and all those like ridiculous. He's all up in Dubai's <laughs> butt. Like he's leaving. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a smart idea for him to do. If he wants to stay out of jail. Well, do you even think that this Hunter Biden thing is gonna like get like be a huge problem? It doesn't seem no. to be. Yeah, it's just bullshit, right? I... It's total. It's total bullshit. And the FBI already said that like the. 
the computer, they were saying the emails are from Baris, the Burisma CEO. That's what Giuliani says. Well, they can tell on the computer already that the emails are actually from somewhere in Russia. So they're not from the Burisma guy. Like, they have no reason to believe that it is credible, but they won't confirm or deny an investigation. Um, and when that happens, then it means there usually is an investigation, but it's way more likely that they are investigating Giuliani and his idiot Russian buddies <laughs> and to figure out if they are like colluding or conspiring in order to smear Hunter Biden. And that's another thing. We were talking about him, Giuliani out front. It's like, Jesus Christ, a guy with like who had this career and what he did for New York. He was America's mayor I mean, because of 9-11. With the mob thing that he did he early on in his New career. York. God damn. Yeah. And then he no, just a nut job. Kind of funny if you go back and look and I didn't I had the same impression of Giuliani that you guys did, but I feel like Giuliani's reputation really got whitewashed with 9-11 because he was America's mayor. But if yeah. you go back in there, he was constantly, like, divorcing women with cancer yeah. and marrying True. Newt and, like, Newt Gingrich style, like a disgusting slob. And marrying and his cousin. What? And marrying his first cousin. Married his first cousin. Exactly. He is a gross human being and has been gross for a long time. And on top of that, he, like, Bloomberg gets a lot of shit for stop and frisk, but Giuliani was the first one that started to, like, quote, clean up the streets of New York and yeah. was just arresting people left and right. Like, they had a lot of police brutality problems under him. Oh, yeah, definitely. His practices were <laughs> totally suspect. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, and plus the New York Post, well, the New York Post is its own thing, I guess, but um, there were definitely lots of articles about how crazy and unhinged he was. Like, Giuliani attacked a call-in person during a mayoral town hall style thing of something about swans. Like, it was insane. And, like, said the guy's full name and went after him later at a press conference like he he was a crazy person well yeah just watching him do any interview on on tv is just a nut just so fucking nutty pretty so nutty. fucking nutty absolutely yeah 9-11 made him fancy and he's not yeah that's a good point yeah you don't think that the the a biden presidency is going to be like like so boring <laughs> I think that's, I think that's the plan. Die pretty quickly, right? Jeez. I mean, he's gonna die. We're really electing Kamala Harris. Like, I, let's just all agree to that now. That's I, what's happening. I agree. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Oh, I did enjoy that news story when David Perdue went to the Trump rally and he intentionally fucked up Kamala Harris's name. He just said Kamala, 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 and then like apparently immediately. Two million dollars went to John Ossoff's campaign because people were like, "That is some bullshit." Damn. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I do like seeing all the um, immediate cash influx that uh, people are getting because of these stupid gaffes that people making uh, are making live. That is one of the weirder things about the time we're living in. Like Lindsey Graham says, like uh, I forgot what it was exactly that he said in debate or something, but like immediately there was just an influx of cash to his opponent. People like. I mean, I don't know. It, it's kind of sketchy because it's like national money having an effect on local elections, which there might be an issue with. But it's yeah. also like holding people accountable for like, hey, don't stay stupid shit on a public forum. Like you shouldn't do that. You should be punished for saying that c 
goddamn moronic shit you're saying. Yeah, you mean when Lindsey Graham said um, that black people can have all the advantages of of white people as long as they're conservative? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I have this. I have this problem where sometimes people say things that are so stupid, my brain does not hold on to those things, and I have I have trouble recalling them because they're so stupid. And that was one of the examples. I couldn't think of it. Like, oh, yeah, because it's so fucking moronic. Oh, my God. Yeah, they just have to remember to wear their special I'm a conservative button so everyone knows. Right, right. I think that makes sense. (laughs) You have to have a lapel to put a lapel button on, though, you know? It's true. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Oh, man. What? Yeah, crazy times. Just a couple, couple more weeks. And then how many more weeks after until we know something? Oh, many, many <laughs> weeks. Uh, many weeks. So when do they do, because someone was telling me with the uh, absentee ballot that they don't, do they not count that until after the election? They don't count it until election day, yeah. It, it depends on the place. So, that's, that's one of the yeah, things. Yeah, it depends that's... on the place, but some states don't count them at all if the margin of victory is greater than the number of absentee ballots. Ooh. Okay, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Well, I was also hearing that like like one of the battleground states, I think it might be Pennsylvania, like they don't they will not count ballots ahead of time. Like everything has to be counted the day of the election and they were saying because it's a battleground state, you won't know who won Pennsylvania until well after actual election day. So it's going to cause a problem. They said Trump is going to claim victory because the people that voted in person uh, more than likely supported Trump. And so the people that voted by mail more than likely supported Biden. So he's going to get a push later. So, yeah, it's going to it's going to be an interesting. Yeah, uh, the thing that's messed up about that, though, is if they just put the right infrastructure in place and their ballots were Scantron readable like they are in Colorado or California, they'd be able to handle all those mail in ballots on election day. Right. They'd have giant machines that process them like they do in Colorado and California on the day it happens. They can process like millions of those ballots. So. It just it depends on what the state's infrastructure is to deal with those absentee votes. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. seems like even I, I'm not sure about how how Georgia's infrastructure is, but you know, we've for a while offered the absentee ballot option to everyone. So it seems like they got to be a little bit ahead of some of these other states that you know haven't been that far. Yeah, away. I should, um, my father-in-law got an absentee ballot and I didn't look at it. I should have looked at it and then I would know the answer. Either there'd be barcoding on it or there wouldn't. Right. Um, yeah, I guess they just send the re- the request out to everyone. You have to actually request it. Right. To get it. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, yeah. I I don't know. I'm, Man. I'm hoping for just a little bit of relief you know just to be able to breathe a little I bit i mean this easier. is something just two weeks and then then a result and it's just gonna <laughs> i mean what's, what's the likelihood though that it's so overwhelming in one direction or the other that absentee ballots don't become a an issue or i guess if there's more and more people doing um early voting early voting's is kind of the same way right it doesn't actually get counted until election day Right? Yeah, but there's an electronic record. So right. It so it's, yeah. Right. It's easier to process, like she was saying. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't you do that? Well, you know why in, I guess, some places. but I mean, it does seem like overwhelming numbers of people are doing that. 
and it so, also just seems where we're at, right? As far as like what the the use of technology that we have, and like how to just why wouldn't we make that easier for ourselves? I'm not sure. I mean, I feel like if you can vote for, in the sense of just uh, able to American get that vote tally phone with a text message, then they should be able to figure out a way for you yeah. to do it <laughs> on your phone. Yeah. I'm not on board with that, but I like the sentiment. <laughs> I mean, if you can have your bank account information on your phone, like, I, I guess that stuff gets compromised from time to time. I don't know. It's, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. It's similar to like the if you can uh, if you can pay your taxes over your phone or um, if you're already communicating with the government in a what you consider to be a very secure way. I don't know. I don't see, it I doesn't seem like it's that far off. I mean, you're paying your taxes to the federal government. The federal government isn't running this election. Each state runs its own election, and some of the states arm the running of the election out to the parties themselves, which right. is a scary and weird thing. Yeah. That's true. So I'm less excited about handing my Social Security number over to a political party than I am the state, I guess. That's fair. Stupid idea. <laughs> so dumb. Stupid. I like the sentiment of it. It should be easier. It should be a national holiday. Absolutely. It should be, like it should happen in a way that people can go and do it. It should happen at more places. All of that. Yes. The only thing that you would have to deal with is like lines. You know what I mean? Just a, a number of people going to your polling place. But other than as far as it being tallied and counted and the process of actually casting that vote should just be. Yeah, I, I mean, it's interesting, you know, I've never, you know, on a regular election day, I know this is, there's nothing regular about this year, but um, I've never waited more than like 20 minutes to vote, you know, on election day. I've yeah, never I've never had that. Before. I mean, yeah, I've, I've had like the 30 minute, 35, 40 minute, but. You guys, um, so for the 2018 midterm elections, I want to say I waited more than 90 minutes. Wow. Yeah. I know I guess I've just gotten lucky or the, the area that I've always voted in is not I don't know. I'm just going to toss this out there. It is predominantly white and apparently white people can vote in like 20 minutes or less. If you go to Atlanta, black people, it takes like 9 hours to vote. Right. It's the and weirdest fucking thing in a Republican run state. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, how does I just don't understand how that happens. <laughs> I will. I want to recommend uh, Preet Bharara does a podcast called Stay Tuned with Preet. There's a recent episode where he has Mark Elias on there. He is a, he's the Democrats' top election lawyer. That's how they identify him. And it's a very, I thought, a very fair take on election law, how it's so screwed up that different states do things in such a different way, his predictions for what's about to happen in this election. But, like, one of the things I took away from that he said he's like hey we, we constantly we are suing states to make it easier for people to vote he's like if republicans ever filed a lawsuit that was about making it so more people could vote easier he's like i would sign on to that lawsuit in a heartbeat he's like but it's always they're trying to suppress votes they're trying to make it harder and it's so that's the thing that kills me it's so just naked just uh, so it's gross for the states when the voting happens 
who who does the where do the numbers run through? Does it go through like the governor's office to to no, the secretary of state? Secretary of state. Mm-hmm. Sorry, secretary of state. That's why like Brian Kemp ran the <laughs> ran his own election. <laughs> election right. that he got elected. That's right. Yeah. Um, so what was the Parit Bahara thing you listened to? I never say his last name right, but he's now my favorite CNN legal analyst after the snafu with uh, Jeffrey Tubin. Oh my God! Did you guys see that about Jeffrey Tubin by any chance? Uh, oh wait, I love Jeffrey Tubin. I'm, I'm sorry to answer your question, this, Preet Barara. Stay, t- stay tuned with Preet is the name of the podcast. It's the one okay. with Mark Elias. It's about four or five back, and it's a it's a really oh. good um, uh, bunch of stuff about election. But yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Tubin. Who does who does he write for, uh, Kathy? Um, he does opinion pieces for the New York Times, but I think he's actually. Maybe the Washington Post, but he he is a regular legal analyst on CNN, and CNN on Saturday said he was taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard about this, yes. Because, yeah, on a, Zoom, on a Zoom call, apparently exposed himself and I think was actually pleasuring himself during the Zoom call. Is no. that true? Yes. So, okay, so apparently oh. the, what happened was he was on a huge Zoom call where they were like, game planning, a bunch of strategy, and his role, there was tons of people on the Zoom call, and his role was to be like the, you know, judge, legal analyst, if there was an election dispute, and so they, he did his part, and then they went into breakout rooms, the Republican team and the Democratic team, and he thought he had turned his camera off and clearly was multitasking and decided to peruse darker corners of the internet oh. um, and began to have a better time than anyone else who had stayed in the general room and eventually stood up oh. um, because his, his exposed and... Um, actively jerked genitals for like center screen and then he walked into another room um later he signed off and then signed back on when it was his turn to be on again and then just went right back like everything was fine Uh you know here's my legal analysis show me what your case is blah 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 blah. yeah nobody sent him a text yeah nobody said anything only two people out of like tens of people it sounded like at least like 40 or 50 people were on this zoom call so only two of the people saw him but they were very sure (laughs) 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 and so he issued an apology to his wife and his children and you know everyone that that happened and he clearly had bad timing but like how terrible <laughs> he used to be an assistant attorney general and here he is like jerking it on a cnn zoom call uh, well like, i mean there must have been some hotties on that call a goddamn zoom will get you be <laughs> careful there's no way he was jerking it to the people on the call he definitely thought like i closed my camera and i'm gonna look at porn like right yeah, sure. It's got to be that. But is it like a voyeur thing? Like he's looking into, I'm imagining like 40 or 50 different people's homes. Like he's looking into their private lives. And so is there some aspect of it where he's just like, oh, I'm going to jerk one out real quick now. I think. Okay, he, wait, did I, you say is that a lawyer thing or did you say voyeur thing? Vo- with a V. Voyeur. Voyeur. Okay. It's definitely I'm not. with the lawyer thing. <laughs> 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 That's cool. I, I, 
in hindsight, I don't think he was watching porn or anything. I think he was jerking off the either somebody on the on the thing or just some sort of like power thing where he's he's pulling she one out. She has she has no idea what I'm doing yeah. right now. I'm gonna yeah. stand up right now and just yeah. put it right on her nose. Yeah, yep. <laughs> right yeah. on his. Here we'll put it right on his face. Here it is. Here it is. Listen to Jeffrey Tubin for a long time on television. I think he's way more basic than that. Like. There is nothing weird. You never know. You never know. About his sexual appetite. That man likes missionary and a boob. (laughs) And he likes Zoom. Speaking of which, did you see see the Zoom call where the politician, I think from somewhere in Central or South America, he had his lady friend sitting on his lap. I don't even know if he thought his camera was off. He pops her tit out and just starts sucking. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) Is this real? Yes, it's real. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we need to do more Zoom meetings. Yeah, I know, right? Those Zoom cameras, man, they're going to get sued. Those things <laughs> fucking switch on those. Man, Some I shit. don't understand how you don't know whether your camera's on or not. Yeah. You should always assume. That's why I put a little piece of tape sometimes when I'm doing shit on my laptop. <laughs> I don't want people looking in. What kind of shit like, are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're looking at porn, you gotta. People are always on that web looking for shit. They're gonna find you. They're gonna look into your home. It's true, and you know we're kind of celebrities, so people are <laughs> they want to know what we're doing. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna find a way. Yeah. <laughs> so I did have kind of a political question for you guys. Um, I was listening to another podcast. They were playing um, a video of Biden. And what sounded like a fart, like while he was speaking. Well, you're you're speaking my language, so keep going. But but the the point being, politics in this country, mainly old, old people who, as they get older, kind of lose control of things. Like, they fart more often. Like, what do you think, like, the Senate is like? I mean, surely people (laughs) are kind of losing control of their bowels on a regular basis. uh... Do they just roll with it and go? What's the deal? I think there's a specific term right on the Florida Senate. <laughs> the pages have to come in and mop it up real quick? Yeah. <laughs> so are you putting for, I mean, I think there's probably a lot of flatulence on the floor of the Senate, but you said Gotta losing be. control of their bowels. You think they're shitting themselves? Well, that was there was a, a tweet a tweet that I made the other day where like the older I get, the more it becomes a fact that every fart is a gamble. Like the the greater the likelihood of something going horribly wrong, and I'm I'm in, in the in the middle of my life. These people are they're knocking on death's door. They're yeah. at the end. Like and the th- older things get, they get a little leaky, more squeaky, and oh, just yeah. things don't work. Yeah, so it's yeah. There's a lot of that going on in there. <laughs> Definitely a lot of urine. Ooh. Well, I mean, surely it's just oh, a yeah. trade off. You let their prostates get real big, so it holds in all the poop, right? Oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> In some cases, yes. Is that how prostates work? I mean, they're in the general area. I don't know. Plugs the hole. Yeah. I'm just thinking of the smell of just the years of... Well, well, that's another thing, too. Old people smell. Like, I don't know if you've ever been around an old person where the only thing I can compare it to is there have been times in my life where I have flossed 
Oh. Well, after the point where I should have flossed, and there, I get a piece of something that uh. it should have been gone from my mouth a long time ago, and it's like, oh, wow, that's what old people smell like. It's decay. Uh. What do you think the halls of Congress smell like? It's just old people. Yeah. It is just old people. That's for sure. What about AOC? She's not so I mean, old. she's not in the Senate. Yeah. I'm sure she smells amazing. Yeah. Well, not hanging out with the rest of them. Yeah, I mean, not yeah. on you. I grew up in Florida. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and with the heat down there, oh, that is one thing I did want to ask you, Kathy. Uh, do you have a take on whether or not Carol Baskins murdered her husband? Mm. No, definitely not. No, you don't have a take, no. or no, she didn't murder her husband. No, she didn't murder her husband. You don't think so? You think he got eight? Eight no. by? The tiger? What? The out there. There's alligators too, right? Yeah. So listen, if she murdered her husband, if, which I don't really think she did, but if she did, she definitely did not feed him to those cats. Those cats have delicate digestive systems. Like they're not eating that. They're not, they would be a bezoar in their belly if they ate that much nails and hair. Like it would be terrible for them. And it's so much easier to feed a person to an alligator in a hot minute or just dump them in the gulf. Like, there's no reason to try to chop them up and feed them to a bunch of cats. But it's way more likely that her husband just left. So you're saying she had multiple options of getting rid of that body (laughs) if she, in fact, did actually 100% sure kill her husband. Yeah, so does everybody in the state of Florida. Why Marjorie? I guess that's true. My family growing up used to play a sick game where we would hypothesize and discuss what is the best way to dispose of a body should you happen to kill someone. And the correct answer is pigs. Could you call to assist that would not immediately turn you in? (laughs) Yeah, you got to have a, you know, some help with stuff like that. Um, Depending on how big the person is, you, you probably do. Right, right. And you at least need someone to come in later. It's like checking out of a hotel room. You need someone else to do a walkthrough to make sure you didn't leave some incriminating exactly. evidence yeah, on the bed. It's hard to get it, move a body, man. I know. It's like it's dead weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of dead weight. Jeez. <laughs> but no, you're right. I mean, it is hard for a cleanup to like fully get rid of a body. That's a... Have you have you ever had that conversation with somebody who just comes up randomly, coworker or whatever, and you and just specifically that about like what you would do if you had to get rid of a body? I mean, I had one person in particular. Like, she looked at me just dead in the eye, and she's like, "Yeah, the 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 way to get away with murder is don't ever tell anyone ever." And it was creepy. It was just silence. <laughs> I was just like, "There's, okay. I feel like maybe she murdered someone at some point." <laughs> Well, I, I, I mean, having played this game a lot, um, <laughs> A, you shouldn't play with your coworkers. <laughs> no. Or, or on dates. Not a good date game. Um, First date killer, yeah. Hey, I got a game. Not a good date game. Um, but definitely if you're going to kill someone, go on a boat ride. Well, that, yeah. Like, yes, you have to deal with the fact that they're missing, but, like, the fact that they were able to, that Robert Redford and whoever the other dude was, were able to just chuck Natalie Wood off that boat. Like Robert Redford? How dare you? He was on that boat with them. Robert Wagner. 
Robert Wagner. No, wasn't it Robert Redford and Robert Wagner? No, it was Robert Wagner and um. Oh, I can't think of his name. Wasn't John Voight? No, it wasn't John Voight. It was um the guy yeah. that the, the guy that had the watch in Pulp Fiction. Um, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah, he was on the boat too. Christopher Walken. That's right. It's Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken. The fact that they were able to chuck Natalie Wood off that boat and I'll be like. I don't know. We were kind of drunk. Yeah, there's a weird blood stain and the lifeboat's gone. I think she tried to get ashore. I bet not. <laughs> like, you want to go on a boat ride and then be like, yeah, I, I don't know. I was sleeping. It's terrible. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Robert Redford. I can't believe you would besmirch the man's name. He was Butch or Sundance. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was the natural, goddammit. He was a natural fuck. He's definitely thrown someone off a boat. <laughs> I mean, it might not have died, but. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you don't reach the peak of like human male attractiveness in Hollywood where you can just do whatever you want. You don't reach that without just testing the limits of can I get away with murder? Yes, Robert Redford has yeah. definitely murdered someone. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'm saying. He did it in a much less elegant way. What? They buried them in a rock avalanche. Don't you remember? No. What are you talking about? Oh, it's just an old wives' tale I heard about Robert Redford one day. <laughs> From the sea? <laughs> Robert Redford. It's a hard one to say there. God, it right. is. It's a lot of R's. <laughs> tricky. So are you guys doing Sober October by any chance? No. Mm. Is that what, a thing? What's it sound like? It is a thing. I did. I realized it was actually right before we were supposed to record episode 202 last week. I realized that like I had been sober for two days straight. Oh, what? Yeah. I don't remember the last time that happened. It's pretty good. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. These COVID times are a hell been... of a streak you got there. Oh, yeah. Fine. I don't like months of sobriety creeping outside of January. Like we need to, we need to quarantine that. Yeah, you know, we did a whole thirty in January, and we we stayed sober for a month. And is, then, is that the plan for this year as well? Oh, I don't think that's happening until we can like <laughs> see people <laughs> out on a more regular basis. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've done pretty good. I've pushed it to the weekends. I'm only drinking on the weekends. Oh, whatever. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. Yeah. Except for now? I'm not drinking now. What? Oh, really? No, I'm drinking uh, water. Mm. That's mm. why you can actually, I'm actually talking and you can hear. <laughs> well, and you haven't gone to the bathroom. So I, I really have to pee, but I was. <laughs> it's not the same out of the echo. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> No, I went to the liquor store the other day and I was like, I need some rye whiskey because I enjoy rye whiskey. And I was like, I'll go ahead and just make the financial, uh, the, the, the proper decision and buy a handle. And then I just realized that pouring a drink out of a handle of liquor makes me feel like such an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm, I've got it like under my arm, like tucked over. Like, I kind of, I want to pour it into a smaller bottle just so I can feel like more of a casual drinker. Uh. Mm. You get used so, to it. <laughs> you don't feel more like you were back in college? <laughs> Just giant plastic handles of the oh, worst yeah. liquor imaginable. Yeah. Mr. Well, I mean, you did. You are drinking Red Bull, right? Like, I just assumed you were a freshman at Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my starter drink. I like a Red Bull and Vine. Get a kick off the happy hour if possible. 
I know. There's Red Bulls in my refrigerator for you and your wife. <laughs> they, uh, you know, the Red, <laughs> Red Bull helps like dissolve the cheesesteak in there from before. Right. You gotta put, you gotta <laughs> get that out of there. Like, make room for the alcohol. Yeah, John knows how to dispose of a cheesesteak. He can get rid of that motherfucker quick. You got a cheesesteak? I can get rid of it for you. Have y'all seen the commercials for the prime rib biscuit from Hardee's? No. (laughs) I have. First of all, it is in no way prime rib. I'll just go ahead and put that out there. That was going to be my next question. When did you eat this? It is fucking steakum. Is it for the morning? Yes, I. Uh, there's a Hardee's between me and my place of work, so I was tempted. I gave into that temptation. <laughs> that goddamn advertising got him. That Hardee's also has something that I do love, which is Mellow Yellow from a Fountain. Oh my god, oh I my love. Oh, I love Mellow Jesus Yellow with no Christ. ice. <laughs> How old are you? But no, the, the and they they also it's weird they advertise the prime rib biscuit as featuring fried egg. Which I still haven't figured out. It's like featuring fried egg. <laughs> but no, it was the, just bake them in the oven. It was the saltiest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever had in my life, and I ate every bit of it and regretted it for the rest of the day. Their biscuits are really salty. <laughs> he was not gonna waste it. He bought and, it. He was gonna eat it. And not unlike like the first time I ever ate sardines, where I was like, "Oh, that wasn't that good," and then somehow a week later, I find myself like, "I kind of want some more of that." <laughs> Did when? you have to like unlace your shoes at work? Like, if I had cleaned up in the morning, like I would puff up like a balloon. My fucking feet are swelling. <laughs> yeah, like that would not work for me. He's gonna have to get those Velcro shoes where you can just kind of slot them. Mm-hmm. A week later, I went back. I got a much less salty prime rib biscuit. It was much more delightful. Um, but still like, yeah, I felt just as bad for the rest of the day. Like, Oh God. But the, the thing that's bothering me is that the, the hardiest crew, no masks. They won't wear a fucking mask for some reason. Oh jeez. Well, I'm, I'm not sorry. I haven't gone there. I used to frequent <laughs> the Hardee's. Uh, they make a good biscuit. It's, it's real salty. Like just the biscuit itself. Uh, yeah, you got to pay for the diabetes, but the COVID is free. Right. Uh, but no, I have not been by there since uh, these COVID times. Been, because we did, uh, during Whole30, we did this um, Whole30 breakfast casserole. And it's actually good, so we just make that every week. And I just eat that on the way to work. Nice. Sorry, Hardies. You're missing out. I guess maybe I'm missing out. Yeah, but John's not. Nope. <laughs> he, he is all over that shit. We know, we know where the COVID's coming like. from if, if we all get infected. <sighs> Well, I mean, he got a cheesesteak from Arby's. That was months ago. I think that may have been pre-COVID. It doesn't, it doesn't matter when it was. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys... Okay, so I did see a disturbing commercial for Arby's um, during the presidential debate, actually. The one a while ago. Uh, or It must have been before or after. It was not during it because there were no commercials during it. But um, it was for a euro at Arby's. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. Which I was like, oh, there's no way. A, there's no way that's not a pita. It's just gonna be a gross like Arby's butt. Let's let's ask. Let's (laughs) ask our expert, Rev (laughs) Flow. How do they make that? What what's on that? I don't. don't, You're reluctant expert. No, I don't trust euro meat from Arby's. You don't. You don't trust that meat. Wait a second. I only. Don't you think? 
think it's the same meat as in the Philly <laughs> cheesesteak. They just put like tzatziki sauce on it. A hundred percent. I'm sure that's probably the case. Yeah. <laughs> Hold I mean, up now. Well, Hold up. Lamb. Like um, they're just like. Uh, we have all this extra Philly cheesesteak meat. Jonathan hasn't come by in like a month. We need to make a different kind of food. I think they, they recombine it to a solid form, yeah. and then they cut the, the slices a little thicker. Oh. They put a little bit of like seasoning on the outside. I only trust my Euro meat from one location. That place is closed right now. That's the Euro Wrap in downtown oh, Athens. Fingers crossed it's going to open back up soon. We'll see how this goes. That's where I get my Euro made. Nothing new is in that space, so I hope it does reopen. I've, yeah. I've sacrificed many, many a sweater to that place because you can't make it not smell like lamb after you go in there. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So wait, what's the problem? Well, I mean, it's hard to just reek of lamb as a you know professional woman. You say hard. I say amazing. That kind of makes it sound like I'm a prostitute. I mean, like, a professional job. Wait, you have several large dogs. How can they not love you when you come home reeking of lamb meat? Yeah, it's a little much. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be cool. Jeez. I don't think I ever, ever went there. Where was it? What, the Euro? Euro? You Euro? never went to Eurorap? <laughs> How, how long have you lived here? And you, I mean, I, mean, I they, know you've walked by yeah. it. I mean, you you can smell it like oh, they're talking about. Nothing have, else can go in there. They won't be able to get the smell out of those walls. It has to be a Euro wrap. From, it has to. And always. they have some of the best baklava in there. So good. Where's it's that at? Get like <laughs> lamb baklava and a pitcher of Coors Light. Yep. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> oh, me. What's going on? <laughs> Euro wrap. <laughs> I feel oh, like Euro wrap. Oh, had... you mean gyro? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, gyro. gyro. That's it. It's that place in the mall. In in every mall I've ever gone to, there was a gyro wrap. I, I remember that. I think yeah. you're saying it wrong, guys. <laughs> it was the place you would settle on after numerous toothpicks of random Asian food. You're like, I'm gonna go to the gyro wrap. I think. And I'd always get a cookie later at the cookie cookie company. <laughs> I know exactly where you're talking you're about. Talking about cookie company, cookie, cookie. God oh, damn geez. it! Sorry, I just had a like lapse of. I was in the void. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> that happened on 200. Whew. All right, I'm back though. Don't worry. <laughs> so Don't what's, worry. what's on your, What's on your mind, DLB? Oh, on my mind. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Where, what? <laughs> Please tell me, where is this at? Where, what are you talking about? I don't know. I was just like listening to the crickets. <laughs> Zoned out a bit. <laughs> it is different on the porch. It's, the, it's, yeah, there's a lot of distraction about? out here. Can you guys see Mars? No. Not from here. Nope. No. Okay. It's been away. real bright lately. I don't know if you've looked for it, but it's like it's on the eastern horizon or whatever. Well, I think in the 20, 2024... They're gonna. That's when they're gonna start doing the calling. They're gonna have. A, they're. Isn't that what Elon Musk said? Was it twenty twenty four or twenty thirty four? Twenty thirty four, maybe. That's like a bad idea, doesn't it? It really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, know. I mean, if we want to send some people there, if people want to go, I think it's it's neat. Yeah. Wait, wait. What is the argument for this being a bad bad idea? 
I mean, I mean, we're just sending people. We're spending a lot of money that we could use to do other things for a bunch of people to die on a different planet. Well, it depends on who we're sending. So we really oh, have that's to, fair. you know what I mean? Like we could, it could be a good thing. It could be <laughs> a really good thing, you know. All so. right. Hmm. I don't know. I think the idea of it's neat. Practically, I don't know. I, they're definitely gonna die. You know, they're, they're, they're not gonna. Be, I mean, even if it's just of like old age and cancer, like yeah. that's where they're gonna be. That's true. But, yeah. but I mean, you're not stating a fact that doesn't apply to every single person who remains on Earth right now. Like, you're, right, if, if so your point is like, well, they're gonna die. If we're gonna spend billions of dollars, what is the like net gain of these people dying on Mars as opposed to like we could, you know? fix Flint's water or other things here. It gives you the option of saying, fuck Flint's water. There's another planet over there that we can go to. We're good. Yeah, maybe there's... Well, I mean, maybe apparently there's... more people are on your side than mine, but... <laughs> maybe there's better water there, you know? Uh... There definitely isn't. There's, like, weird frozen dirt water. Come on, Flint, Michigan. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps while we send people to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it just sounds cool, you know? <laughs> I guess that's Fair. not a good enough reason. I don't know. <laughs> they can't fix Flint's water. Their uh, their governor is about to be kidnapped by uh, crazy alt right militia people, right? Oh. Is that what's going down? Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's true. Michigan's a weird ass place, dude. Really fucking weird. Oh, what are you doing? I heard there? all their trees are the right height, though. <laughs> Excuse me. What? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> my husband's from Michigan. And when Mitt Romney was running for president, back when, like, we had, you know, politics you could just ignore, <laughs> Mitt Romney did a stump speech in Michigan, and God, he was so boring and stupid. And he said to the crowd, like, I love Michigan. All of your trees are the right height. And I was like, what a oh. fucking moron. And my husband was like, no, that's 100% true. All the trees in Georgia are way too tall. They're constantly falling over. The trees in Michigan never <laughs> fall over. They're totally the right height. <laughs> then we went to Michigan, and there was a wild storm, and so many trees fell over that multiple highways were blocked, and we couldn't go places we wanted to go. And I was like, all the right height? Mm-hmm. No. Goddamn Michigan. This shows that Mitt Romney didn't know what he was talking about. He didn't. That Michigan is a weird place, though, and the the mitten part of the state seems more normal, but the Upper Peninsula is like full of crazy people. Yeah. Cool. Sounds like a fun place to go. You can buy an island there for only like ten thousand dollars. What? Well, there's no electricity or anything to it, but like if you okay. so. Well, you can make your own electricity, right? <laughs> Can you? Of course you can. <laughs> Using the money you saved on real estate, buying an island for $10,000. Yeah. You've got money in the bank okay. to make electricity. I think that's, that's plenty of money for that left over. Yeah, I'll send you guys a link to this weird website about buying islands. And there's a bunch of islands that are like, you know, $10,000, $20,000. But they're all like in Lake Superior in off the coast of Michigan. They're super weird. I, I like it. I like the idea. How big? Can we, are we, talk, are we talking about two-acre island? Some of them are bigger than that, but lots of them are like, so half the island, you know, 10 acres, but three quarters of the island is just rocks. <laughs> it's just just giant boulders that jut out of the lake. That's like a, a, 
you know, a good foundation. You want to, you want to hit <laughs> solid, solid, yeah, yeah. solid ground, Real solid. But yeah. don't you have to deal with all the spooky ghosts from the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Mm. I mean, well, it is spooky sure. season. You're right. It's oh, spooky season. fuck you. So spooky season. <laughs> you could probably just offer them a pumpkin spice latte. And <laughs> True. I can go mm, for one of those right yeah. now. Ooh, really? I've never had one, but I think it sounds. <laughs> you sound like Red Flow right now. <laughs> I've never had one, but I'm gonna try it and see what that and see week. what that meat's like. Uh, <laughs> pumpkin spice biscuit. Mm. If there is meat in your pumpkin spice latte, you should ask for another one. Just That's a, not how they work. Just or, a strip of gyro meat just laying in your pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> like, That's the way I like it. I found this <laughs> when we were cleaning up gyro wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What are you talking about? I'm thinking about like uh, <laughs> if you were on the cleaning crew that went in there and cleaned up uh, the gyro wrap after it closed down. Um, <laughs> similar to the uh, the crew that had to go in to uh, our apartment that we moved out of and like just left all of our shit there, and what they had to go and clean dicks. it. I was off. Well, I mean, I don't know. There's there's a trade off between who who was being the biggest dicks. <laughs> they had to call in like a crime scene cleanup crew to take care of that one. We left so much stuff there, um, and they had to like literally, probably chop apart with a chainsaw to get it out. Gross. Yeah. Um, uh, among all the other gross things, but that would be a nice little souvenir to go on your. Well, I, I did want to point something out since we are talking about meats. And consuming meats and issues with the consuming of meats. Will Begun recently tried to tweet something about the fact that he had eaten some Crystal Burgers. <laughs> and he tried to type in at Crystal, but it never would come up that it was Crystal Burgers. I think Will Begun may have been shadow banned from the Crystal Twitter website. Crystal uh, has Twitter? Oh, they are definitely on Twitter. It's hashtag capital K. R Y S T A L, but it wouldn't come up when Will Baby Gun was trying to at reference them. Hmm. Mm, so they blocked him. Has he uh, thrown shade at them on Twitter before? He's definitely had some issues that were crystal related that uh, he tweeted about that may have involved his bowels because pretty much every tweet he posts <laughs> involved his bowels. So I think that's the reason that the, the crystal Twitter, whoever's in charge of that, was just like, no, fuck this guy. Absolutely not. Yeah. You're banned. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. Should we reach out to Will Be Begun and like tweet something to Twitter on his behalf? Oh, yeah. We'll definitely blow him up just to uh, get this controversy <laughs> out there. I think it's not unlike the people that are raising hell about Facebook and Twitter not uh, publicizing the Hunter Biden New York Post story. They're like, this is censorship. It's like, uh, no, this is bad media. <laughs> yeah. This is terrible journalism. Right. Right. But what, if, you know. What if, as the journalist, you become the story? I think Will Be Begun has definitely become the story on several occasions. <laughs> All right, Papa <laughs> We got a dog up in his face. We got a dog. <laughs> we got a dog, you guys. Well, hey, there is uh, there's one thing that I did want to mention. Uh, Kathy, I'm not sure if you might be familiar with this person, but do you know who the Amazing Randy is? No. He was an illusionist, a magician, uh, and he made it his mission 
uh, later in life to debunk people. And it was pretty amazing. He There's a thing called the Amazing Randy Challenge where I think it was a million-dollar prize where he said if anyone could come into his uh, like location and demonstrate any supernatural ability, anything whatsoever, he would just, without a doubt, if he could be tested and proven, he would give them a million dollars, and no one was ever able to do it. There's an amazing documentary that I think, I want to say Frontline may have uh, put it out recently, but it's called uh, An Honest Liar. I definitely recommend anybody out there watching that documentary, but apparently, yeah, late breaking news, the amazing Randy passed away earlier today. Again, oh. hashtag fuck 2020. This is the worst year ever. Agreed. How old was he? Like 92. <laughs> oh, okay. He was due, like absolutely. Like there's, it's, it's just 2020. a... Yeah. 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 How dare 2020? But he would like these people that would do these like weird like healing thing, um, uh, like evangelist, uh, like Christian. They would go and do these like, uh, I mean, I don't know. He would. That's the thing. He would go in and just debunk the shit out of these people and ruin people. It was pretty amazing what he would do. Uh, but he was a good. He was a fantastic skeptic. He was a great scientist. He was just one of those people. He's like, yeah, it's it's like Penn and Teller. He's like, it is bullshit. Like what I do is a fucking trick. And anyone that tries to present it to you as magic, they're a goddamn liar. But he he was great for that and just an interesting character too. Like I said, I recommend that uh, um, documentary, An Honest Liar. It was good stuff. But yeah, he yeah, I'll out. definitely watch that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's good. I've seen that. Was he in okay. Florida? <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I'm sure he was in Florida at some point in time. I'm not sure if there's a strong Florida connection. Well, you said he was 92. I mean, I think you have to move there then, don't you? I think that is by law. I think that's right. I think so. That's where we. That's where we put him on. As soon it'll be Mars. We'll just be shipping yeah. them all to Mars. That's true. <laughs> what are they? Are they shipping the old people off to Mars, or wow. like the young, yeah. healthy people that like? Oh, it's food. a bunch of young people that want to be famous and like think they're super good at survival. <laughs> right. So they can colonize it. Bunch of garbage. Wow. What a waste of time. I know. I probably, like, yeah. President Kennedy is rolling over in his grave right now. Just being one of the, I mean, maybe they'll figure it out and it'll work out, but most likely not. And Even if it works out, to what end? Like, I know I'm very negative about this, but, like, I don't get it. It just seems like a a lot of stress that doesn't need to be. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) But if not now, when? Never. Just not. Just not. Yeah. But I also feel like we have to get off planet, right? Like that's. But couldn't we just be focusing on like making Why? a fancy mega ship that like cruises around cruise ship style? Like, do we have to colonize a planet? Fuck, I hate cruise ships. But if you're just cruising around Earth in a giant, ridiculous cruise ship, which clearly there's problems there that we can discuss if you'd <laughs> like to. But if a, if a meteor comes in from like the backside of the sun, we don't see it coming. It takes out the Earth, and there's just a cruise ship that's essentially tethered to the Earth. They're just fucked unless they can make it to Mars, which they can if we haven't made a way to get to Mars. Well, so I feel like you guys haven't watched Avenue 5 on HBO. No. Like, the cruise ship doesn't have to hang out near Earth. It can be stranded lots of places. True, true. Um, But also, like, what if the meteor comes and blows up Earth and then those people are on Mars? They're just going to die there anyway. The human race survives. No, they don't for, like, a generation. 
<laughs> that's I, clearly not that's enough. Let's just go out in our blaze of glory, and that'll be that. Like, I, I agree. Right? Yeah. Like, like Young Guns too. Um, yeah, I think like maybe. Young Guns too. Yes. I don't know if I've seen that movie. Uh, what? Blaze of Glory, buddy. Oh yeah, it's just fucking. Young Guns too. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, it's, it's the, the the John Bon Jovi solo uh, theme song going down in a blaze of glory. Uh, it's a beaut. I'm going down, down in a blaze of glory. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the words either. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you got any parting sentiments there, Reverend Flores? How do you guys pronounce when when Nicki Minaj is singing about that wet ass pussy? And so there's W A P, which is the way that song is presented. How do you pronounce that? W A P. Wap. Wap. Okay. Wap. What do you got? I wap. I guess I don't know. I didn't really <laughs> have thought about it. Wap it. Kathy, do you have thoughts on this one? Is it pronounced wap? I don't know. It's actually pronounced, but I've been saying wap. I keep hearing it pronounced WAP, which I think is possibly pissing off Italian people because that's a classic <laughs> slur that that Italians have gone by as you fucking Dago WAP or whatever. It, yeah, it's, it's kind of messing me up. I'm not sure what the deal is with this one. Are you, you, you feel messes, bad about it? That messes him up, but the fucking biscuit at Hardee's is okay. <laughs> oh, it, it also messes me up. Jesus. I feel like it's WAP. I feel like it is, but everybody keeps saying WAP, so I just had questions. I didn't know how you uh, guys pronounced it. <laughs> I, I never really thought about it. I was I was thinking about the radio edit of that song, which is wet and gushy. Wet and gushy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that better. It, it I like that better. so much worse. That's great. And, like, and then people can hear, like, children can hear it and sing it. Because it's not the explicit version. Wet and gushy. <laughs> Could you imagine hearing like your five year old hearing that on the radio and singing wet and gushy? Like, eh, let mom. Why are you looking at me asking about your five year old when there's a person <laughs> right across the way who clearly will one day have a five year old? Well, Ask him what he thinks about wet and gushy. I'm asking you so that you can in turn make sure that he's asked. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> So, so yeah, when your young child is twerking her ass off to a song called "Wet and Gushy," how is that gonna make you feel? I'll here? just let her listen squeak. to the uh, original version and let her determine what she'd like to use. Gushy or? But you know, there's if, if, if that's gonna happen in some uh, instance, and what is it like? You they're talking about Play-Doh. Like, what's the answer to that one? I don't they're know. talking about. Um, eating watermelon with their hands. Oh God! I'll just sit, I'll sit her down and explain her. Sings that, and then other kids can't play with her. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. She, she doesn't hear it because uh, um, because of you, but you have to explain it to her because of someone else, like a weird uncle that comes and plays <laughs> <laughs> radio edits of really gross songs to your children. Uh. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> and we shift back to Reverend Flores. <laughs> I, would, I would never. <laughs> You've got to hear this track. It fucking slaps. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I'm just going to wing it when it comes up. 
it's totally acceptable to tell your kids that's an adult thing and we'll talk about it when you're older yeah yeah i mean i i try to be as honest as possible right now you don't think like telling them what and good like there's no santa claus like there's no fucking santa claus there's no easter bunny fuck it like look we got to get them ready no more (laughs) the world's a harsh place mars is tough so (laughs) if she's gonna survive perspective i get it yeah i mean I come on yeah. I, I don't want her to be a push she's yeah she's gotta she's gonna know some shit she needs to be a practice and you don't want her to be the last kid to find out all this shit either you know right. no but you don't want her to be the first one you want depends her to on what it is i agree and for most but then some things why not be the first to show everybody so okay. Kathy, you're making a strong argument for mediocrity. Is that what you're saying? You want your kid middle of the road. That's where you want them. Absolutely. Like not the first, not the last, just in that middle third of. Yeah. Just average. <laughs> just average. It's all you can hope for. Sexualization and sexual awareness is a good place to be. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Yes. Well. I think uh, we've learned a few lessons here tonight on Armageddon After Party. I think uh, we've all coming out out of this as better people. And sure. Before we get all the way to better people, though, I do have a thing from your last episode. Okay. Oh no. So Reverend Flores challenged your audience to think of other movies that are named after a character that did not exist in the first movie that are sequels. Okay. Right. And I have this a was whole the, yeah, series. this was the RoboCop two challenge. I think. Yeah, I, I, I have remember a whole series now. of movie titles for you guys. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. So the sequel to Alien, where all the aliens were killed, was Aliens, named after the characters of the aliens in the movie who did not have names but were just referred to as aliens the entire time. There were multiple aliens in Aliens. And huh? that movie, then four movies down the road went to Alien vs. Predator, which was named after separate aliens um, and a separate Predator than both series before that because every alien and Predator in the movies previous to that died except for the alien that lived on in Sigourney Weaver and came back during Alien Resurrection, but that was not featured in Alien vs. Predator. So those were separate aliens and separate Predators. So definitely keeping it within one franchise. So that weakens your argument somewhat, but I'll still, let's let's go. In the same Aliens franchise, you go on to Prometheus, which is the ship, which I would argue is also a character because of how much Michael Fassbender interacts with it and talks to it. Mm. Ooh, that's but, a stretch. No, but the the ship has a name though. The, the computer. It's Prometheus. Does the the ship's computer have a separate name? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. The ship's computer had a name, right? Oh, does it? I think so. I don't know. I, oh man, I think so. But I I could I don't know. So, do you have anything outside of the Alien <laughs> franchise? That... No, I got very focused on the Alien Predator franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Alien versus Predator is also a sequel to the second Predator, um, and is named after a separate Predator. Hmm. I mean, I can't. So really Alien versus Predator works for two franchises. But after the first Predator movie, is that a specific name or is that a race of creatures that we just refer to as Predator? Well, I can't help it that we are xenophobic against other alien races and don't name them. I mean, don't put that on me. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Just because we call them all Predator. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's uh I think that's a fair argument. So did you guys ever see that poster uh, from the, uh, I think the 80s or whatever, and it's it's E.T. like sitting over Michael Jackson's shoulder, and it says Alien versus Predator? No. Ooh. It's brutal. <laughs> it might be the first meme, now that I think about it. Yeah? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know about that one. The first internet meme, the first time there was a picture with some block letters below it that was just the thing, you know? Ah, I, you know, again, it's one of those things that I can't argue with. <laughs> and I'm not going to. Even so, though I want to, we're so bad. So I will say from the bottom of my heart, well played, Kathy. Yeah. Yes. Well done. Very well played. Uh, Thank you. You know, often um, listeners, especially listeners and guests, they don't like Take up, take us up on our challenges. <laughs> <laughs> that and we never remember them after we, we put out the well, challenges. I was like, "What?" I tell you, I take you up on all your challenges, and he's constantly like, are, wait, "Wait, what are you even talking about?" Because he doesn't listen. So I'm like, "No, listen. Here's what. Here's what they said. I have the answers." <laughs> Yeah, I was. Oh, both of you have put so many of those out there. I've never done one challenge to any. I've never personally come like, oh, I would like to put a challenge out to all our listeners. So far, no one has taken us up on the beef and cheddar challenge, which I'm still waiting on, but we'll see. Again, I don't remember that challenge, <laughs> but they all kind of run together a little bit. I like to be reminded of the challenges by others. <laughs> That's the one where the uh, participants sit around a large table, everyone wearing an adult diaper, and there's as many beef and cheddars from Arby's as you can possibly have, and you just keep so eating. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. We have to wear diapers? Yes. <laughs> it's an absolute necessity, necessity in the situation. God. How are you still alive right now eating all that shit? <laughs> it just seems like every. <laughs> It's it, my body's just a machine. It's like a furnace that burns hot. And you've just got to uh, shovel shit. And into they can it. easily get you too. It's just a simple commercial. Episode, didn't you talk about pooping yourself at work? Yes, you did. Sometimes, sometimes the machine throws a ride. That's just part of it. I was gonna say it's it's pretty much like whichever one of the Back to the Future franchises where they could just throw like eggshells and rotten celery and shit into it, yeah. and it would just get you Back to the Future. But yeah, sometimes there are issues. Well, and this is what we were talking about. I mean, it definitely smells on the Senate floor because it's like yeah. th this is proof right here, right across oh, from God. me that it's it's there. Mm. Are you making Jonathan, that? Is I'm that just the saying. Thing there's that the prime rib Arby's breakfast biscuit. Wait, what was the question? Was the day that you had trouble at work the day you got the <laughs> Arby's prime rib biscuit? Surprisingly enough, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Hell not. <laughs> but no, now I am thinking now, like, this may be the basis of an eventual run for the Senate, for the great state of Georgia, or another state that I moved to when I finally get tired of all the stupid-ass shit that goes down in Georgia. I mean, you do kind of have a look like you should, like, you, you would be, like, in the Senate. Like, you do have that kind of <laughs> like, Senate what's, look. Yeah. What's that based on? Yeah, just the way you're sitting right now, <laughs> hand on top of oh your stomach. God. It's just like... Yeah. Looks like He's literally man. trying to hold it just in right his, now. Yeah, it's like... You're listening at a hearing, at a Senate hearing, and just the, the look that you have. Oh, my God. It's like, I don't believe anything you say, and I don't care. I'm voting against. Thumbs down. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. 
Oh my god. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Uh, oh, thank you so much for having me, especially after I had like fell asleep after you guys invited me the first time. That's so. very nice of you to say. We know we fucked that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're sorry. Yeah, we're trying, trying, trying to end it before we do. And it I'm tonight. glad we. I, I, and, and, and and I am glad that it didn't work out that time because I wouldn't have remembered our conversation at all. Yeah, probably <laughs> not. Either. So yeah. fair. Because uh, I forgot about two guests that we had on after the fact. So until I went back and listened to the podcast. Well, we're gonna try to do you proud here in the future. Um, is there any parting words you want to give to our? Uh, uh, our other listeners out there? More parting words? No. I yeah. The alien thing was my parting words. Okay, that's parting enough. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no dipshit. I already said it. Move on. <laughs> you guys can follow us on Twitter at AfterPartyPod. You can follow me on Instagram at dick.liverboard. You can follow TJ Higgins on Instagram as well. You don't have to. Yeah, I haven't posted in a while. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> I'll let you know when. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I want to thank Kathy for coming on the show tonight. Um, uh, we're going to be leaving you guys with a little bit more beast mode out here. So, <laughs> and an ice tray rattling or something in the there. Back. It is apparently some sort of a dog fight <laughs> <laughs> from the bunker in beautiful Athens, Georgia. Hey, go vote! If you haven't done it, go vote. And if Wash you don't hands. do it before election day, go vote on election day. You have to do it. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Wear a mask. We love you guys from the bunker in beautiful Athens, Georgia. I'm Dick Leverboy. Sing good night for the Reverend Flores and Little Squeak. Say good night, boys.